right? And that's where like the self-help books and like all this stuff, it sort of goes into that winding, that winding fucking useless sort of journey where like it feels good. Yeah, you know, this makes sense, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, like two weeks later, I'm back doing the same bullshit that I, I just, <laughs> I hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm just doing it again. The difference between a new set of habits and a, and a true transformation on a deep yeah. level, it automatically leads to the new behavior, the new behavior which doesn't have to be practiced or done through effort, but it happens because I am that now. That's yeah, 100%, more, more important 100%. than a new habit. 100%, yeah. 100%. And like, I recognize that like there I am in the forest, like that I'm right there. Like that's, that is where in, in the world, like that, that is, that is it. Right. Like, um, yeah. And it's just, it's crazy. Cause like, I, I can't imagine that there's, there's people that take good information and, um, even do anything with it, you know, here, let me, let me present this. I'll, let me present this and hear what you guys think. Okay. Yeah. So Reed, I, I, I clicked one of the Rupert Spira videos in that email list that we're on. And one of the questions that the, the audience member had to this to this dude was like super genuine and like it was it was truly I thought because I I was pooping at the time I was on the toilet right and I'm hearing this audio play through my phone I don't know where it came from I must have accidentally clicked the video and I thought the person talking was Rupert Spira because the question had so much depth and substance to it it literally was an answer the question was an answer and I was like what's going on? How do I get rid of this video? I don't, I, I don't want to listen to stuff while I'm pooping. <laughs> like I want to read my, uh, my RPG newsletters. <laughs> and, um, I go to it and Spear is sitting on the podium and I, and I saw that it was, uh, someone in the audience asking him something and his response. It was interesting. I was not interested in his response at all. The moment he started talking, it was almost like he was just, he was just, rephrasing words that didn't really mean anything and um yeah i'll I, and I, I bring that story up because um it's a trap that that reed discussed earlier this week during the group of like the teacher the person with the answers following the guru right um Yeah, I guess I want to know what your guys' thoughts are. What was the, like, what was the context? The context? Yeah, yeah. So, like, he was talking, like, he was, what What was the answer, or what was he? He, st he started seeing, he started seeing the world being a manifestation of the big self, or God, or all, the allness, or the Tao. He started... He, he was like, he was basically saying, my experience seems to be that I'm blending in with the material to in a, in a, in a world of substanceless substance where it's all this one cohesive expression. And I, and I recognize that I'm seeing objects in my environment and I, and I can, you know, I can think and know that I'm looking at this phone or this computer, but underneath it all, everything feels like some weird melodic expression of something. Like, like I'm seeing these things now. He was basically sharing that with root with roops. Let's call them roops. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what was his question though? Like, what do I do about it? What did he say? How, he was basically asking how he integrates. Like, how do I integrate this into my day-to-day -day routine? And they're like, how do I, how do I understand it? That's the, I, 
I think I think that's the poison right there. That's like there's no problem except his desire. His he thinks he needs to know what to do with it, and that someone else has an answer for that. Like why? That is the that's the that is the problem that I'm asking questions about it. Essentially, like there's nothing to. I'm creating something to solve. Why, why doesn't it stop there? But he's, it's, it's, there's no need for a question or an answer. Well, yeah. So it's more like, like, it's more like what, what, like the, the scales have fallen from my eyes and it's like, oh, that's what this is. Like, it's not a, it's not a matter of how do I integrate with this? It's more like, oh, that's what this is like. That's how this stuff, that's, that, that's how it works. Like that experience answered my question. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he's stuck. He, he's in a place where he's, yeah. you know, Rubes is the teacher and he's got the answers or I don't know, but maybe yeah. there's, so I was, you know, reading a book by Adyashanti and he kind of talks about this stuff too, but from a practical standpoint, like he talks about, you know, the awakening or coming into awakening or whatever is not, you know, isn't, isn't the thing, like the thing is, you know, how then do I effectively integrate that into my daily living and my, my, my role in society, basically. Yeah. Um, so that's from that standpoint. Yeah. There's some questions there, but again, that's the personal journey. Like what is there else to do besides just be aware of what's happening? And then in that it becomes apparent you know what it is what to do like what not to do like i don't it's almost obvious <laughs> yeah well it's it goes back to that the idea of just leave it alone like when you when the thought occurs yeah. in your mind leave it alone like when well like i just know for me like i'm just i'm, I'm guilty of grasping onto things that are cool or i like you know and it's like i hold i there's something in me that will like wants to hold on to to things yeah that's the fun part though that's the like that's the that's the that's the um comedic element of my life <laughs> yeah it's like a tug of war with yourself <laughs> yeah exactly i'm like the way I see it for me is like, I'm a big, my skin is like double-sided tape. I'm like a big fucking sticky double-sided tape skin. And I'm uh, just walking around and like everything is just latching onto me. Like I'm stuck on the money. I'm stuck on the chick. I'm stuck on the job. I'm stuck. Like <laughs> I'm just walking around in the world with all these, like, like all these things, like, stuck to my my whole thing you know just and it's you know there's enough weight there where finally i'm like what am i doing yeah <laughs> what why am i why am i so close to this like dude you just walked around with an extra 600 pounds <laughs> There's, a, there's also something I was thinking about with the, with the dude in 
I guess in the Darshan or whatever you want to call the group where the where the quote unquote guru sits at the podium and then the audience or the I don't want to use the word followers. What's the right word to use here or for someone who's learning from a teacher? Disciples? Is that's even feels too hardcore. Doesn't the students doesn't work either. That's even worse. People interested in in Roop's message. Let's say that. Mixed in with followers and disciples. <laughs> yes. Zealots. Yeah. Mixed in with non-dualist zealots. <laughs> um I also was see, I also kind of saw it as, you know, I'm just, I'm taking the experience from this group and kind of in, integrating it in here, but like, there's something like to know, I don't need to be in the group yet also feeling a strong desire to continue participating because of the human engagement and the enjoyment of discussing and sharing and, and participating in things that you're interested in. So like it very well could have been it was just his opportunity to share his experience with someone who's also having an experience around people that are interested in experiencing. Exactly. Exactly. I want to meet one of these teachers in person just for the sole reason of seeing if there's anything to be experienced in their presence. And that would be it. Yeah, I can. Where are most of these uh, these people? Are they like in New York or? New York, San Francisco generally seems to be the two places. A couple people from out of the country too. Yeah. Oh, are you talking, talking about in the group? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, actually. A lot of, several from Canada. Um, generally, all, it seems like a good mix all over, honestly. Uh, doesn't seem to be heavily concentrated in one particular um, area. How did you feel, Reed? Uh, how did you feel the other day when, when, the, when, that, uh, when the person in the group asked you if you'd like to meet a teacher? Do you remember that? Um, she asked you if you were interested in meeting her teacher. Yeah, kind of. I was, there's a, I mean, I have different responses that quite like, yeah, like, yeah, sure. I'll meet a teacher, but um, I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. Like, although I'd like to, I would like to meet someone in person like that, but um, I didn't. I didn't have much patience for that at the time um, when she was asking that. I just, I just, um, I didn't have any patience for it. Like, and maybe that's me carrying like past experiences into something new, but. In some in some way, she was actually offering you an answer. What do you mean? Like, I think I'm just projecting here, but I think she might have saw your seeking. And so she came with her answer. 
that she found for herself, which is this. Teacher. Yeah. I don't want someone else's answer. That's the, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I'm seeking, but like, fuck your answer. Get the, get the fuck out of here with giving me an answer. Like what, why do you even think that would work? Like, I don't, I don't get that part. It's like anyone, anytime someone tries to prescribe a specific way to get a specific result, I just want to, I just want to explode, <laughs> like turn into stardust or something. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I could, I couldn't express that idea with a straight face ever. Um, but then, you know, some people can and do, and I, I mean, that's just where i'm at now maybe i i mean i don't understand or that it doesn't make sense to me because it's not congruent with any of my experience i get overly defensive about it that's for sure and it's become an idea for me i guess um but it doesn't align with my experience so if there's something specific i can do for a specific result in this the realm that we're interested in what about you pete what's that you ever you ever um how do you feel about teachers or mentors or or you know people that help you come into a deeper sense of self well that wasn't the question i was answering <laughs> what do you mean um well i was talking about the the idea of her giving me the answer yeah but okay i mean yeah you know what i have to say about teachers or mentors or whatever is that's a different question oh totally yeah yeah <laughs> they're like that's not I was I was interested in examining the resistance that I saw. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's it's become it's because it's not congruent with my experience, but that's become an idea, and therefore part of kind of I've identified with that being true. And so it's like I, I defend it being true. Right. But I don't have a problem with teachers or mentors or anything. But the idea that someone has an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, te a teacher can guide me back to myself. But, you know, as someone telling me, like, meditate this way for this many minutes a day, and these are the specific effects you'll experience and um, or or simply do Good. this and, and then you'll experience and then further than that, go on to describe the feelings of unity I'm supposed to experience as well. <laughs> I, I, that's, yeah, sorry. Can no, that's, sorry. that's spot on. I just, I get filled with so much hate when I start talking about this particular subject. Can, can I, can I ask, can I ask uh, where you think it's coming from? Um, cause I, I feel like I was tricked for like, I mean, that I just, um, cause it's just not true in that way. But yeah, like all of these, you know, books I've read and people I've listened to make it seem like, and I think I misunderstood or like missed what they were saying or something, but you know, I just, um, I mean, I wish they would say from the beginning, just be yourself and have your own experience and genuinely look at things and it'll come how it comes. I, I, why does it bother me so much? Um, I, 
because I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what they're talking about when they say stuff like that. I have no idea what they're talking about. Like, like why they, why are they are making that statement? I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not graspable to me. Like how, like, it's like, it's never been my experience that I could prescribe that to anyone in any way for anything. Any, I don't understand why they speak with such authority about things that don't even exist. Like ultimately. The thing that, the thing that I, that's super interesting is it's almost, and I, and I just know a few, I mean, I've studied a lot, but it seems that the people that are listening to them are the ones claiming the authority, the ones that are writing down the words, recording the stuff, the ones that are get, that are experiencing some transmission of Dharma are the ones that are like Krishnamurti literally just plays. He plays with people. He fucks with people. He literally just rephrases things to confuse people. But I've been guilty of the same thing of reading through it and, and, and saying, okay, now this is how I have to look at it. And this is how I have to be. And this is how I should see. Yeah. It's, well, they use all this like fancy language, like, um, you know, freedom and shit like that. And to someone who's like struggling with a lot of stuff for a long time, that's a really enticing idea. But by becoming enamored with that idea, I misled myself further. Um, and maybe it was a helpful crutch at the time. I don't know. But like, that's kind of my beef with it. Like, it's like, it sounds like someone is promising me uh, a release from everything I'm suffering with, but that's not really what they're saying. One of, one of, the, one of the saddest, happiest moments of my life was when I was, lit, when I was, I was on, I was in the pits. I was just on, I just did not want to exist. And I was listening to a lot of Alan Watts and reading Bruce Lee. And I was, he, what they had to say was true, yet I was totally trapped in my own misery. And there was literally nothing I could do. And it was, it was the saddest, I remember the saddest moment slash like happiest moment was realizing, not realizing, but being comfortable, not being, I was angry at them. I was angry at them because I was in this shitty space. They were giving me the truth and there was nothing I could do to access it. I was, I was lost and I was miserable. Um, yeah, maybe, yeah. It was a weird paradox to exist in. Because at, at the, in the moment, I, I, I felt they were, they were with me and laughing. Like they knew, yet there was nothing they could do. Yeah, maybe so it's in that sense, it's like, I don't understand why they're talking at all. It's like, if, if someone understands, then what they're saying makes sense. But then in that sense, there's no reason to say it. If someone doesn't understand, what they're saying is misleading. So why even say it? And we come back to Pete's beautiful Joker meta metaphor is like, if, you, if you're embodying the Joker or the Tao, right? You just do things, things just get done, things just get said. So maybe, maybe what you said about the, the followers is true. Maybe it, maybe it goes back to the people that around them that tend to elevate them and put, the, put them in these positions 
Dude, the worst thing that like Bruce Lee dies and all of a sudden everything he says is the gospel truth. Okay. We see that, don't we see that a lot with when people die, artists, musicians, Lennon, poets, like Lennon's a great example too. All of a sudden I've got this idea in my head of who John Lennon is because the world has made him this thing. And then I watched the Beatles documentary. I go, oh, he's a bro, dude. Like, I'd kick it with him. He's cool. Well, yeah. I mean, it happens on Facebook, too, with just shitty regular people. And they die, <laughs> they become canonized by all these people who hated him while they were alive. I've seen, hey, there's how... only 120 left on the meeting here. Oh, uh, Adam's not using the paid Zoom account. <laughs> Did it on purpose. Very much, very much Jew. I God bless you. <laughs> um, I don't have a paid account. How do you have podcasts? With, do you just rejoin over and over? Whenever I do the pot, I've never done it with more than one person. Oh, this is the first time. Well. That's okay. We'll get. We'll jump back to Pete after the break. Jump into Pete. TBC. <laughs> the business. The business of being Pete. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful business. So how's it? How's it been, dude? I want to share something with you, and we'll come back after the, we get cut out. But like, I've. I, tell me if I'm wrong. I had this feeling that that you were you were you were all, of, all you were gone, dude. I didn't know where you were. Like, where were you? Who me? Yeah, over the last like week or two. I don't know. Peter something oh yeah I was just I was just wondering how how the la last couple of weeks had been because I think the last time we saw each other was at dinner we were talking about you know the the games that we play yeah and then you ghosted our chat <laughs> yeah then you disappeared and I was like is he alive yeah. I don't know if he's alive or dead yeah that wasn't even intentional um I just didn't respond. Like, I didn't know. I don't know. It was like, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't have any words to explain. I was just doing other stuff. So I was getting into this. I just, I started reading a bunch of things, a bunch of different information, uh, where, yeah, it just sort of took me into a like a rabbit hole. It was a really intense like two weeks. I finished like three books and was just like pumping, pumping stuff into my, into the sponge, right? Like a lot of water into the sponge. And um, it's always uncomfortable because like Reed was talking about the ideas and 
things that I have in my mind, which whether I like to believe it or not, like there's, I have ideas, you know, and I have labels on things. And when I read things that uh, wake me up to how I'm looking at something, it's uncomfortable. It is just uncomfortable. It's like, man, you've been so asleep to that. Um, but I also sort of dovetailing into what you guys were talking about prior is I'm completely convinced that it's about the individual experience. Like there's no one that can give me anything, right? Like there's no answers. It's, it's, it's about me, right? It's about how am I, how am I experiencing my life individually? So it's like almost being open-minded in a way where like, I'm yeah. Okay. Give me all the stuff that you, like you think, right? Like share all that stuff with me and then I'll take a look at it for myself. And it's not right or wrong. It's not like, oh, this is better than that. It's like, well, how do I, how do I look at this? How am I seeing this? How does it feel when I use it? Like whatever suggestion or tool or idea is presented. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's, look, it, at the end of the day, Peter doesn't like looking at Peter. Like, I'm interested in it and I'm willing to do it, but I, there's still friction when I do that. There's still like, you know, wow, I've been operating under, on, under that guise for the last, you know, for whatever, right? Like for whatever period of time or, you know, but then making it, making it my own in a way, right? So that I can operate in the world and not, not be, you know, victimized by what someone else thinks. I'm getting comfortable. Like the, I've had a stretch of, recently I've said several stretch of stretches of time where I'm just in a very agreeable space. And during that time, the resistance to looking at myself and yeah, examining things more deliberately um, rather than kind of in the moment as, as they arise is uh, grown tremendously because I don't, I, th I think um, what occurred to me is that I don't want to uncover the fact that maybe any of the ideas I've been resting on that have led to this comfortable space might not be true. Right. I don't, I don't want to accidentally weaken the foundation of the, the comfortable space I'm in, but I also don't want to be in a comfortable space that's dependent on an external foundation of any kind, be it an idea framework or physical circumstances. But I still don't want to rock the boat. Right. So it's, but when I'm, when I'm, when things, you know, it's going shitty and internally I'm a mess, there's a much greater willingness to look because there's weakening the, it's weakening the foundation of what's keeping me in a negative place. I'll do that then. Right. I'm extremely hypocritical, it turns out. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's just a normal brain. 
I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's, there's, there's some sensitivity there. And, and I got to say, Peter, I think that, like, I think, like, weren't you experiencing a, a little bit of discomfort before you dove into all this material? Um, not, not like acutely. I mean, it was just, it's, you know, it's always interesting, right? Because it's like, why wasn't I, why wasn't I able to look at this stuff last year? Right. Or like the year before, you know, it's just, it wasn't the right time or place for me to be interested in it. It's like the same thing that happened with, uh, you know, with looking at, looking at the big book. Like I sometimes think about how bad, like how baffling that experience was. Right. Like I hung around this thing for so long and like knew about it, but like, I couldn't see anything. I couldn't see anything. And like the only thing that allowed me like to open the door was my experience, like my, my, my cyclical experiences until finally something moved out of the way. And it was like, yes, of course, that's, I get it. Like, I understand. I can see now. Okay, I think I have something to share. Based on what you just said. What? Um, I tried to bring this up in the group the other day, but the idea of standing up for yourself. So over the weekend, I got into a, a, a bit of a, uh, a bit of a some tension with the significant other. Right. And um, all the old tricks came out like she really knows how to press my buttons, dude. She knows where to get get me where it hurts. Right. And she went for the she she tried to go for the jugular with, you know, the problem. Well, I'm the problem. And the problem really is video games. I don't spend enough time. I'm not present enough because I'm always playing games. And it was just this first. It was a spontaneous frustration that occurred between us. And it was crazy in the moment. Cause I'm having the best weekend ever, dude. It's been new years where we've been spending time with family. It's been great. I don't even think I'd hardly touched any video games, but that's, that's not even the point. Um, the spontaneous occurrence of tension occurs. And I realize in that moment, I'm not interested in having this experience. Like the temperature of the entire room, my entire, like everything changed in an instant. It was like going one way, then all of a sudden things are not okay. And it was wild because I was like, I don't have to exist in this space. Like, even though sh she's there, I don't have to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like um, emotionally and mentally, I don't, I don't have to. There's nothing that, and, and, and this is where it got confusing in the non-duality group of the idea of standing up for yourself. Because I didn't realize that what I was doing, that I, I didn't choose to see any of this stuff while it was occurring. It just seemed to occur when I realized, wow, like, I just need to, we just need some space, you know, and I physically located and it was crazy. And she, and, and when she, when she said the video game thing to me and she, she brought it up for like a third time and I felt nothing, it didn't make me angry. And that was the kicker. And that's when I realized that the foundation I'm standing on is truth because there is nothing there. I don't care if I play video games or not all the other times before it elicited something and I was like, okay, I got to look at this. Maybe I am, maybe this is too much, maybe this and that. But because I didn't have a, um, an internal 
external like frustration towards that idea. It was just like, a, yeah, I mean, it, I don't feel any which way that you say it's video games or not. Yeah, but so there again, that's a perfect example of the individual experience. Like where there isn't, I'm not, I'm not hooked into someone else's emotional energy or their, uh, whatever their response is. Yeah. And it's, I've never been able to do that. I've never, I've always felt like I just need to take the whip and then go recollect myself and do examining and do more work and like try to solve it. So it doesn't happen again. Like I've always felt like I'm responsible to, for other people's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the fucking matrix. That's the, that's the machine. And that's not that isn't that was never accurate in my experience like that wasn't that wasn't po it's not possible it's not possible like i can't there's nothing i can do there's nothing i can do to get someone to feel different or like make it make it go away or like comply you know like be be compliant okay yeah sure um i understand um, you're right. Um, I'm, you know, I'm my, my, the example that I have was smoking cigarettes. I smoked a shitload of cigarettes and it was always, it was always a fucking problem. Why are you smoking? You said you were going to stop, right? Rather than just saying, you know what? Look, I smoke cigarettes. I enjoy cigarettes. I enjoy having one when I have coffee in the morning. I enjoy having, you know, 20 throughout the course of the day. I just, <laughs> This is this is what I do. I smoke cigarettes, right? And if it's not okay for you, which I completely get, you're the one that has to make make a decision in relationship to that because this is what I do. For now, for now, that doesn't mean it doesn't, it's not going to change. But for today, I will be smoking cigarettes. <laughs> so to, to tie in with that, and to tie in with what Adam was saying, um, it seems that the you know the 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 foundation of truth you felt like in the moment being nothing um the foundation of truth is just being where i am at that moment and in the yeah. moment there's no i don't need to play video games i don't need to not i'm not playing video games at that moment it doesn't exist like you're in a conversation with someone that's all so like there's um I be I can if I can be where I am, none of the other shit gets dragged in, and then there's nothing that can harm me because I'm I am what I am. In the when I am, yeah, <laughs> and and with this uh, with this with the cigarette thing, like I was, so I've you know been experimenting with that recently, and observing my reactions and thoughts while smoking, and. I've played that whole game with myself too. The thoughts comes in, oh, I shouldn't do this or like, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, accepting like right now I'm smoking a cigarette and then, you know, also seeing that the decision to quit doesn't happen any time except in this particular moment 
like I'll be smoking a cigarette and my thought will be like, this is the last one. And I realize, no, I don't get to make that decision right now. That's mm-hmm. a decision that has to happen in each moment anew. Um, like there's no such thing as what? No, you're right. I, I can't decide now that this is going to be my last cigarette for a different a time projected in the future. I can't, I can't make a decision now for something that may or may not come later. But in, for, in this moment, I can decide what and how I will be right now, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. No, I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But like, you know, the, it, it has to be all of my misery, most of my suffering and most of my misery wasn't even coming from me. It was coming from how the world and its people were performing in relationship to me. Like, yes, yes, I was experiencing all of that crap inside of me and like all of those, you know, rabid thoughts and, you know, crazy stuff, like just like a fucking, you know, bouncy ball, just, you know, all over the place. But it was because I was so externally. Well, you internalized the external world's reaction to your behavior. Yes, I, it was a, I was a puppet. It was a. It was like, as soon as somebody did that, then I was doing that. Like it was a, it was, I was being dominated in my life for so long. And like, even when I thought I was rogue or even when I thought I was, I was doing this, it was in relationship to what others were doing. Hmm. Like, yeah, they're not performing a certain way. So like, I'm going to isolate, like, fuck them. I'm going to do this. Meanwhile, like I'm, I'm interested in being, you know, it's just this, this huge paradox that takes place. And I just lived my whole life in this paradoxical thing until one moment or, you know, one experience like showed me, dude, this is you. Like, this is actually you. This isn't, this doesn't have anything to do with, with them. Like, this is what you're doing. And this is how you're operating in the world in relationship, there was no individual experience. It was a collective experience. And because it was collective, I wasn't able to experience any sort of connectedness or like any sort of, like, I couldn't see anything. I just couldn't, I couldn't see because I wasn't, I wasn't looking at me. I was looking at you. Yeah. You get so caught up in the, in the world of form and the material and things and people and ideas. And you just get, I, I just got whipped. You just, you don't even, you get whipped around. Yeah. A hundred percent. I get whipped around and I didn't have any ability to make any declaration for myself. I couldn't say, I couldn't state things that were true for me, whether they were real or not. Like it didn't matter. I didn't have any ability to say like, Hey, you know what? I understand, but this is what I do. Which, which is interesting, which is, I, I think what I was trying to look at was like the nature of truth. Because the nature of truth is when the video game idea is presented to me, I feel nothing. There is no repulsion or rejection or internal ang- or like frustration. It's a nothingness. It's a, yeah. it's a, it doesn't mean anything because I don't have an attachment to it. Right. Right. And then, but like when you're getting whipped around by the world, everything means everything. 
and like it's the it's the weirdest thing like we talk about the term great reality or dharma or truth and this thing being within you this like to stand on the foundation of yourself for me is to stand on the foundation of what is and it's what reed what reed described yeah so like i'm kind of in this seeing like another way to describe like standing on truth or embodying truth is just and then the contrast between getting whipped around by the world and ideas is like here now there's nothing and i'm unaffected but a millisecond into the future or the past there's gaia i'm i have these frameworks of thinking that must be defended because that's all the past and future are but here there's those don't exist that i can't have a framework about this moment i've never experienced it before yeah like it's not possible i know nothing i know absolutely nothing about this moment at all and i can't get any knowledge about it because it's irrelevant it's already it's not you could not possible to gain knowledge or have foreknowledge yeah Huh. Yeah, and when the, and when that, um, when I'm in that place of spinning my wheels, I'm not there. Like I'm not, I'm not present in that. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm either behind, or forward. Well, every it- time. Is it, is it, we're not there because what's occurring is in thought and yes. they're in yes. the past of the future, but yes. I'm here. And that's why it's like, of course, I'm not there. Exactly. Exactly. I'm here always. Yeah. It's not me that returns to the present. It's, I mean, I, I don't, I don't leave. But these projections. I've never left. I've never left. Projections go into the past or the future. Yeah. I'm always. I've always been here. I've always been whatever now is. I've always been. That's that's it. Never been anywhere else. So so when we're acting in conflict, we're acting. I mean, it's entirely based on a thought. Yeah. Okay. So it's. So it's like it's it's like this, right? Like uh, something happens, and then um, in my mind, I'm going, "Oh, not this again." It's never been again. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go again. She's coming at me. And that's why, it, and maybe that's me. why it turns out similar. Yes. Because I, I, this is what it is. Automatic reaction, engage. Bang. <laughs> And I'm and I'm off. I'm just. If I don't know what it is. I can't react the same. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe next time, uh, Melissa or no, uh, significant <laughs> other. Um, <laughs> maybe if something like that happens again. Like, what would it be like to view to view the occurrence as? If it was something brand new that had never happened before, 
that's the thing. I got super lucky. This is, it all boils down to luck, I feel like, because it was so out of nowhere. I was totally unprepared for it. And so while it's occurring, I'm watching my body take movements in ways I'd never seen before. Uh-huh. I'd never actually been like, I'd never seen my body go, you know, like, like express that I'm not interested in, in uh, going here with you right now. And then watch my body move to my bedroom. <laughs> like I've never seen that happen. Normally it's like, what can I do to help? How can we work through this? You know, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but it was like, I was like, what? Cause like, I'm like, I'm watching my body exit the kitchen, right? And the, and the computer's over here. I'm like, oh, I could go over there and just do a big fuck you and sit on the computer. <laughs> and, and then miraculously, I, my body took a right turn upstairs. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is, I guess I'm going to the room. This is a great idea. Who came up with this? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Wow. How long did that interaction last? It's interesting. It's um, not very long, maybe an hour and a half until, until all the dust had settled. Well, how long did it take you to move to the room? Probably 15 minutes. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I've started noticing with all this stuff. I mean, I can trace it back to the beginning shows with Peter is it, it's really about duration, like the, the duration, yeah. like in the beginning, when I first started talking with Peter, I would have bouts of just pure angst and sadness and depression that would just spontaneously occur. And the more I engaged with this type of stuff, the less frequent they became. And then the duration at which they stayed was also less frequent. So it's almost yeah. like things pass through quicker. It's not about, it's, it's, it doesn't seem to be about getting better. It just, or like on quotes. Less the time, time that we're holding on is shorter and shorter. Yes, yes. And then that it's, it's just super practical and not mysterious at all. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's disappointingly practical. Man. It's not some secret. Which makes, so. which makes it, it makes sense why I'm so into like fantasy stuff, right? And like playing characters and things like that, because it, it does create a level of excitement in an otherwise stable existence. That's Seems why you can be. Yeah, be a Sith and, and like for you know an hour or two, I just I have I have companion slaves that murder people for me. <laughs> Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about for me. Having companion slaves that murder people? <laughs> Being a citizen. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's the torture. Yeah. That's the total. That's the... That's the my skin crawling deal, you know. That's the I don't want to get out of bed. That's the you know completely, completely dominated. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's it's okay, but it's 
I found it miserable for me, miserable. 20 years and 20 years, you know, 20 plus years of, of living experience rooted in complete, you know, domination. Thinking I was free. Thinking I could do what I wanted when I wanted, you know, crazy. Crazy. So, so, so what should we do with this? With what? Yeah, with, with what? With the with the show. What show? Whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Like I've been, we've been, I've been sharing all this stuff on Inside the Mind's Eye, but like we want to do something new, right? Yeah. So let's let's come up with a title. Like let's come up with a uh, you know something for our group, right? Start the channel, and then you know do a weekly or biweekly you know, discussion on a topic or topics that we can come up with and just have a, just have a conversation and then, you know, see what happens with it. And then, you know, invite some people um, onto the, to the show to ask questions to, and like, you know. I want to do it live dressed like we're from the twenties in the Victorian house. We could have episodes that are that way. I think okay. we should occasionally do episodes like like that. a costume show i want to call it spirituality in the 20s but i, I don't like that term i want to say something else roaring 20s the yeah i mean let's just brainstorm it right like come up with you know five or ten titles or whatever and then we'll meet world yeah Wait, we can what? discuss it I'll send you a link to some costumes that you'll be required to purchase. <laughs> so, so we'll do that. We'll, we'll shoot the in-person roaring twenties in uh, St. Simon's. Yeah, we yeah. do that. All right. <laughs> this is cool. Oh, bro. Look at this shit. Hold on. Send it. Put something in the. I got to pee real quick. Too late. I already posted the link. He stopped. I saw his feet stop. Yeah, perfect. You like that? Yeah, I'd wear that. Yeah, I would too. 54 regular. That's a big size. What size am I? Am I like a 40 regular? How do you uh, know? I, you're, you might be like a like a 38 long. I got broad shoulders. Is yeah, that 38 or 40 long. 40. No, not long. You have long arms, though. Not really. I bought like a 40 regular recently, and it was too long. Yeah, I'm a 30, 36 or 38, depending upon the brand. So, so I was thinking, I was thinking. I guess I'll just I can just publish this onto the inside the mind's eye feed and we'll just we'll let people know where to go once we're once we have the new channel set up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Matter so of fact, you guys, you guys want to reconvene in a week? Sure. If we're still here. Yes.
Okay. Is this a good time? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it's fine. I guess. Depends on if I got actual... Yeah, we can move it around. I mean, I can be flexible. Reed, you just let us know if you got, you know, got something that you gotta do. Okay. Alright, good chat, guys. I'm out. Alright, All right. see you later. See ya. Later, dude. bro let's do like i mean there's no other way to make our channel stand out dude the peaky blinders costume man i already got the hat you like that yeah oh my gosh looks like we're actually doing this let me put this on my to-do list because there's no way i would ever want to like this would not occur uh instinctually and through me <laughs> uh-huh let's see get uh peaky blinders outfit Nice, dude. Yeah, I think that I think that would just add that a lot of interest to what we're doing. Yeah, it'll definitely catch eyes for sure. You got it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like. Yeah, I just want to like treat the 2020s like they're 1920. I want to regularly walk around in 20 style clothing. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, my favorite person on the planet. His name's Review Bra. He, he reviews food reviews. Uh-huh. He reviews food reviews? Yeah, he, 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 no way. <laughs> he reviews uh, fast food restaurants like McDonald's and Popeye's. <laughs> oh, wait, you sent me something he did, and I was like, this is interesting. He is, dude, that's his style, dude. All he does is wear, he wears what he wants to wear, man. He has these suits with the cufflinks and everything, and he's like a true individual. He's he's more from like the early '80s though with his suits. How'd you feel? Was it weird being recorded? No, I didn't think about it. I, I don't care. Cool. Yeah, so it's really weird how much the character decisions in game 
have an impact on me. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I almost brought up because I but I didn't know how to describe it. It would have taken more effort to describe it with to Peter is what it was. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't make sense because like Cal Drogo, whatever the guy is, he's disapproves, and I feel like I fucked up so hard. Yeah, I found myself um, no longer feeling freedom to make my own choices, but thinking like, uh, which one of these will my companion like me to say? Right. And that you know, you know that means I totally do it in real life constantly. Yeah, well, we're concerned with what how other people will respond to our behavior. But I'm not. I'm not noticing it to the same. I mean, you know, that's going on on a deeper level than what, what's popping up for us visibly, you know, in the game. Yes. Well, it's, I've had a backwards experience. Like I all feel like you're free from that in real life. In real life, I feel more free from it than EverQuest or Star Wars games. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I was looking at like uh
Sometimes I wonder if I know where I'm going. I go for a walk like this. It seems I have been walking for years and years and years. And I don't know where I'm going. I hear the sounds leading me on. taking me.